heard he's saying, bang, and the dirt has gone. Bang, and the dirt has gone. And I said, well, excuse me, Barry, but um, this is a body. You can't just get rid of it with silly bang. Yeah. Um, anyway, then the police came in and nightmare. That, that's why you've not seen him on the telly for quite some time. Mm. Good product, though. Oh, great product. And, oh, and, and what, very rememberable, isn't it? And that's the sign of a good um, product. Is if you, you can still go, bang, and the dirt has gone, you know, you're still thinking it. Yeah, you, you hear a bang outside your house at night, and first thing that comes into my head is silly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So. Must be still flying off the shelves. Hello, Ryan Howes, hello. by the way, and, and and hello, John John Patrick. How you doing? Uh, great to have you back on the show, John. Um, yeah, welcome back. Thanks very much. F- in the flesh, um, I'm presuming you listened to the the episode without. without I did. You? I did listen to it. I very much enjoyed it. Um, I, I have had to destroy the doppelganger. Um, as I've said, there can be only one. Mm. Yeah, you broke um, into the studio, didn't you, and, um, and dismantled yeah. the, the robot. Um, yeah, absolutely. While yeah. safely social distancing, of course. Mm. Highlander I, I, style. I, I, I must admit, I, I, I wish you'd have just asked me about that. Yeah. Because, you know, if, if, if we need RoboJohn again, I've got, I've got to reattach it. Yeah. Uh, and and it is, it's quite difficult. I'll be honest, lads. I came into and I, and I sort of said, I was like, RoboJohn, could you um, turn yourself off, please? And it just said, I'm sorry, John. I can't do that. Mm. I was like, shit, this is some straight up 2001 going on here. Yeah, that's because you said that it, it knew you were an imposter because it's meant to yeah. be, hey, John Patrick, and then you ask your question. Ah, uh, right. So that's, that's where you were going wrong. Yeah, and I've been away. Yeah, you've had a little baby, haven't you? So congratulations, John. Yeah, I have, actually. John. Thanks very congratulations, much. Congratulations, mate. Um, yeah. Are you happy? Thanks. Yes, very happy. Yes, it's... um. A uh, little bit tired, but you know everybody. Everybody gets tired when you have a baby. Yeah, people um, get tired day to day anyway, don't they? So yeah, I mean, nothing wrong with that. You, oh, you, people are always you, tired. People are always saying, oh, "I'm so tired today. I'm so tired today." Yeah. So, so, every day you say that. So yeah. I think it's not so much you tired. That's just that's your default life. Yeah. No, that's your. That's very true, and I feel like that gets more and more apparent as I as I get older. But it's bizarre the things you can do almost on autopilot we've we've decided that um after about half 10 we just enter the twilight zone <laughs> where anything could happen and mm. you've got no concept of uh time itself so between you know half 10 at night and like eight in the morning it's all bets are off basically yeah i suppose um, you, you've got to admit defeat at that point aren't you? and just say whatever happens now is going to happen and there's yeah, no don't yeah, don't don't much. think oh maybe i'll grab an hour's kip or something i imagine it's just yeah Nah, this is not my time anymore now. No, exactly. It's not. It's not my time. Um, yeah, it's all good. I mean, there's this is obviously a lot of issues and worries and everything. One of the the funny things is just the amount of opinions you get um, from healthcare professionals. So mm-hmm. in the hospital, at, at the very beginning, you know, after after the birth, they're like, "Oh, have you got a hat for the baby? The baby must have a hat on at all times." You the know? baby's got to have a hat. The got baby's got to have a hat. And it's them saying, you know, or for the, you know, they lose a lot of heat through their head. And the hospitals are warm, man. They are warm places. Well, it's because mm. of all the baby's um, heads in there. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then we, we got home and we're like, oh, uh, baby, a hat for the baby. And then the midwife comes, oh, never, never hat for baby in the house. No, never, <laughs> never have a hat on the baby. The rule is uh, hat in the hospital, no hat in the house. Mm. Then the baby will be quiet as a mouse. <laughs> exactly. But then... They, this lady said, oh, you just this is what you need to remember. Just they just need one more layer than you. 
So if you're just wearing, you know, T-shirt and whatever, they, they just need, maybe they need long sleeve. Do you know what I mean? So just one more okay. layer. I was like, okay, that's a good rule. And then like another midwife came, just they come to your house to check everything and weigh the baby. And she was just like, I think that probably just, just put them in a nappy for now for most of the day. <laughs> so that, but that would mean you'd have to be naked by that rule. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't know about it like that. <laughs> yeah, does it not work the other way around sometimes, where you have to be on a hot day like this? Do the babies not need to be cooler, so one less item than exactly, than you? But, exactly. But you you basically just have to work it out yourself and look at them if they if they look hot or if you know you just feel their chest or the back of the neck and you like. Thing is, John, you know, back in caveman times when we were. Spitting uh, babi- babies out uh, left, right, and so uh, you know, creating what is Earth and its populace today. Um, did you have baby books? Did uh, you have online uh, no, bleeding uh, session things, or did yeah. you just? It was all cave it, paintings yeah. back then, weren't it? They'd go to uh, was, local yeah. cave painting, and they'd yeah. see a little baby with a hat on its head, and yeah. it'd have a cross mm. above it with a house next to it, and yeah, they'd have yeah, to work yeah. it out from that. Yeah, they didn't have yeah, midwives exactly. coming round to the house back then. No, they had to go no, to the cave no. paintings. They'd have yeah, to go to the, the drop-in cave. The drop-in yeah. cave, of course. Yeah. They had medieval wives. Medieval I mean, wives. Complete a, a huge uh, gap there between cave cave dwellers and yeah. <laughs> medieval times. But, uh, you know, yeah. it sounded good. It was a it was a, It, 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 was it a worked, sort of worked as a play on words, didn't it? Do you remember as a kid believing that cavemen existed side by side with dinosaurs? Oh, 100%, yeah. I thought that was... Yeah, I think because so, that, yeah. that was, I feel like that was taught to me by television or no, something i'll tell you exactly mate television and film yeah, yeah. they churn that shit out and they're going oh so we we live side now there was there was millions of years between us and dinosaurs that's basically the equivalent of me riding a woolly mammoth to work instead of a tube you know and then, yeah. t- and then teaching that to children in mm. you know hundreds of years but woolly mammoths and peoples did exist at the same time didn't yeah they? exactly but ryan house mm, who works right. as a video editor wasn't yeah. existing going oh, to, Chiswick to work you know on a woolly mammoth. That's the point. Uh, good point. That's good point. A, yeah. But I'll tell you something, not, not a bad way to travel, actually. Oh, it'd be brilliant. No, absolutely. I imagine they'd walk, they'd walk over the cars, couldn't you? You could... It'd crush the cars. People, it'd be brilliant. Yeah, people would definitely move, wouldn't they? Yeah, in terms of social distancing, it'd be one, one person per mammoth, or maybe two if they're from the same household. It'd be brilliant. Yeah. Mm. Well, they're trying to bring back the woolly mammoth, aren't they? They've, they're, they're trying to um, literally do like a Jurassic Park... Yeah, it's, it's um, Justin Lee Collins working on that. Bring back the woolly mammoth. He loves bringing <laughs> stuff back, doesn't he? He did. Uh, he, uh, yeah, he probably would have uh, maybe have suggested that. But um, yeah, they're trying to they're trying to splice. Well, I don't know what what it yeah, is. But exactly. It's just cloning, isn't it? Essentially, it's cloning. I mean, I say do it. I suppose if you spliced an elephant with Justin Lee Collins, you'd probably mm. get a woolly mammoth. You might yeah, get a woolly that's mammoth. That's true. Yeah. yeah, it's a good point actually. I'll, uh, yeah, we should put it yeah. forward to him. <laughs> <laughs> I just need a, a, a just a hair, uh, just one hair from your head, Justin, and uh, <laughs> uh, take it to the lab. And we yeah. can do it. You know, forget or Corona, forget the vaccine. We've got more important matters. We need to bring back the woolly mammoth. Yeah, it might be something like a human, but with like a mammoth-sized head. Oh and my god, feet, uh, it goes wrong. Oh yeah, my god, you... or an elephant with a sort of a Bristol accent. Yeah. <laughs> 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 God, you know, speaking of television though and all that kind of jet, like, have you, you guys been watching anything, Ryan? Have you watched anything recently? Yeah, I watched a, a movie actually. 
Um, and it was set in this field that was really sludgy. So it had been raining, the soil was all wet. You can imagine a sludgy yeah. field, can't yeah. you? And it starred Neil Morrissey, but he was reprising his role as Tony from Men Behaving Badly. Right. And his oh, sidekick nice in it was the little boy from uh, The Addams Family. Right. Right. What, what was that called? <laughs> the, the Mud, the Lad and the Pugsley. <laughs> the, the mud, the lad, and the pugsley. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, no, no, I'll, I'll try and get that on uh, catch up, Ryan, if I can, uh, if I can. Uh, <laughs> and uh, John, John, have you watched anything Me? recently? Maybe? Yeah, I, you know, when I can, you know. Um, yeah, I've of been, course. I've busy. actually been watching a Netflix show. Um, it's about a small pickled cucumber from mm. Southeast Asia mm. who breeds yeah. big cats and is now in prison. Oh, yeah. What, what, what's that called? Uh, it's called Thai Gherkin. <laughs> 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 that does sound good. That does sound good, that job. Um, Matt, have you been watching uh, anything? Yeah, actually. Actually, I've been watching an Asian show as well, John. Um, oh, yeah. And it's 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 basically a show in which about a hundred people have to go through quite rigorous uh, challenges that could include falling into rivers and uh, and and injuring yourself really. But they they go through all of these challenges, and by the end, there's a select few of them uh, which go on to try and fight an emperor uh, on what right. is essentially a golf buggy and trying to use a water pistol to destroy a, a paper circle mm. to take home the prize. Right. Oh. Yeah. What's that called? That's called Takeshi's Castle. Oh, yes, yes. of course. Um, I remember it. I've it's seen this. a cross between, it's like the Asian version of um, It's a Knockout. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot more violent, it seems, or a lot more dangerous, at It least. does seem dangerous, doesn't it? Yeah, it seems um, like they really get hurt. I guess it's got elements oh, yeah. of um, Ninja Warrior, is it called? Is that the TV show? Yeah. As well? And... What was the yeah. one called that was like the massive assault course? Uh, that was um, Total Wipeout. Total Wipeout. So there's elements of that oh, in there yeah, as well, the, isn't there? Yeah, but it seems but it's, 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 it's a bit more respectable to go on uh, like Ninja Warrior because you you are an athlete that's trained for this particular environment yeah. <laughs> situation. But with Takeshi's Castle, it's kind of like they just handpick 100 people. Yeah. Who don't, I mean, they, they seem very happy at the beginning. Yeah. But 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 then you see him running up a hill trying to avoid boulders. And um, yeah. if you get hit, I've seen men and women, it's 2020, 2020. Um, fall and roll, just roll down the hill. Yeah. Um, yeah. There must there's, be some injuries. There's one where they like. they have to run across what looks like a slippery log oh, a blob above some water. Mm. And then... Um, uh, the the bad guys, I suppose, the baddies yeah. are firing <laughs> balls at them from yeah. a cannon, just that smashing them that with... Is that called a ball buster? Hey, it bloody should be if it's not right. Well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I can, I can uh, hear Craig Charles going, and now, time for the ball buster. Well, of course, presented by Craig Charles. Uh, yeah. before, before I want to talk more about Craig Charles, one of my uh, least favourite challenges in Takeshi's Castle is where, you know, they've got to run across like a pond and some of the some of the rocks oh, are, yeah. are actual rocks that are stable, and then other ones are made of polystyrene. Mm, that you yeah. Oh God! I just always have this. See, I mean, it's complete luck. There's absolutely no skill involved, really, unless you can tell by the naked eye that in a millisecond that it's made of polystyrene. Yeah. But the idea of 
putting a foot wrong, going forward and then smashing your teeth out on one of the actual oh my rocks. Gosh. Yeah. You know what I mean, that, that goes through my mind every time. Yeah, my, my dad always tells this horrible story about seeing a guy on a booking Bronco on holiday oh, um, smash his teeth out, like literally oh, no, teeth no, no, spraying no, no, no. everywhere. No, so he's always, no, no, no. so I, I'm really, because that's <clears> an image that's been in my head since I was a kid. Yeah. He's planted that in there. So booking Broncos are like something I avoid. Um, well, I was going to say like the plague, but the plague doesn't really exist mm. anymore. I avoid like, well, like a booking Bronco. I avoid well, booking, the point is I avoid going on booking Broncos. Can we just make that clear? Sure. Um, yep. But yeah, Craig Charles, he <laughs> like hosts it, but I feel like it's been reversioned. So I feel like it was, um, I don't know, what is it from China? I'm not sure. But it's from an Asian country for sure. And I feel like it yeah. exists there with its own commentary. And then they've redone the graphics yeah. and the voiceover with Craig Charles and added things in like Craig's ridiculous replay. And, you know, they've, yeah, they've played around yeah. with it. They've had fun with it. And um, um, it's it's Japanese, Japanese, of course. Do you know it ran for four years between 1986 and 1990? What? I feel like yeah, it was much more recent than that. I'm just looking on the um, the Wikipedia, and it says, yeah, it says original Takeshi's Castle, and and then obviously that's the Japanese version, and it's it's had all these different international versions. It's it's just an export, isn't it? So they'll just sell it off, and then I mean that makes sense because it looks. A lot of the episodes look old as shit. Yeah, it's true. I just thought the I'm, camera technology hadn't advanced yet in that part of the world in a, some kind yeah, of... Yeah, but um, Japan's so advanced Well, with that's probably why I thought China. I mean, uh, yeah. no, I mean I'm not sure about this bit if I want to say this. Um, it's a minefield, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, it is. This is one of the it, challenges on Takeshi's castle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying, to, trying to get through a conversation without... Being racist, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I'd rather I'd rather go across that lake with a polystyrene, um, <laughs> polystyrene, yeah. um, you know, Too right. rocks than uh, than have yeah. this conversation much longer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the point is, it was presented by uh, Craig Charles, of course, who um, is a hero of all of ours. Um, he's had one of the finest careers I could imagine. Such a varied and mm. so, so many weird and wonderful things he's done, you know, from Red Dwarf yep. to Robot Wars to Takeshi's mm. Castle to his Funk and Soul show that he does, all the way to yeah. Coronation Which is Street. great, by the way. Yeah, I love yeah, that. exactly. Yeah, he DJs yeah, it yeah. as well. I mean, what a, he was a like a com- comedian, like a punk poet, was he, to begin with as well? Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think so. What a mad career he's had. What an amazing career. What a, what a hero. And I'm glad that... Because if you remember, when Robot Wars first started, it was Jeremy Clark, Jeremy Clarkson, weren't it? Yeah, he yeah. did it for a season, for a didn't it? Series, pardon me. But um, but now, I mean, Robot Wars, it just wouldn't be the same without him, would it, Ryan? No, and it wasn't, because they did bring it back with Dara Brin, didn't it? But it, it, to me, it wasn't the same. And I've nothing against Dara. I like him a lot. But... I think they should have just brought back Craig Charles because it's not like it. It's not like Craig Charles's career had ended. He was still very much around at the time. And I saw on Twitter, yeah. he was asked, "Are you doing the new series of Robot Wars?" And he said, "Would love to." They've not asked me, and that's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. I would say he was up for it. He well. was up for it. He would have done it. He would have loved to, in his own words. But they had to re- they had to rebrand it. You know, they had to have Dara Brin present it, which is fine. Yeah, it's they- a good presenter, but it was at the time Dara was presenting everything. I suppose they wanted to bring kind of like a young, hip, attractive guy to the table <laughs> exactly, to, yeah. to to sell the fighting robots. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, do you remember? Um, oh, what was it called? It was called like Scorpion or something. 
No, what was that robot called? That rate good one. What razor? Um, was it razor? Yeah, the one that, oh, the one yeah. that took down Matilda and then tried to take on Killer. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, Circular lot to you, Ryan. Circular lot. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't realise <laughs> no. he's been knighted now. Of course, <laughs> he has been knighted. Although actually, if he's been scrapped, technically he's uh, not not a uh, knight anymore, is it? I think so. he's still going. I, I would love to have seen the um, the day the Queen knighted Sir Killer lot. You know. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hereby um, <laughs> rename you. Craig Charles is like in the background with his wearing a, a right nice suit. You know yeah, what I mean? With yeah. Proper do like. <laughs> really proud of Sakilla Lot. <laughs> a tear in his eye. <laughs> all, all the other house robots lined up. You know, Sergeant Bash. Sergeant Bash, of course. He already had, he would be wearing his war medals, of course. Sergeant yeah, Bash. Yeah, he would, of Matilda yeah. with the was with a you know. Some lipstick on or something. The only female robot, you know, they'd probably have they'd have to have more female robots now. Of course, twenty twenty. Well, yeah. you say you're saying that, Ryan, but um, Sergeant Bash. That's it's never it's never said if it's male you're or female. Absolutely right, John. It could be a female sh- mm. sergeant. It's a, it's a really good point. And to be fair, Ryan, I don't think Matilda would have to be wearing lipstick to identify uh, as a as a. Female. No, but they put. They, they used to do things like put bows on her head, and she had a pink. She yeah. had a pink. Race twenty twenty. This is back oh, before okay. twenty twenty. It, it did start in the nineties. Don't forget that when Sir Killot was knighted, wasn't the twasn't twenty twenty. He wasn't knighted in twenty twenty. It was back yeah, in the days actually. that women wore bows in their hair and lipstick on their face, and that's obviously yeah, changed yeah. now a lot, and for the better, of course, it has. Of course, <laughs> yeah. It's twenty twenty now, and I mean, you know what I mean. You don't want to. Um, she could be wearing anything now, yeah, like a suit. Analenix, Analenix style, you know. She could be wearing a, a trouser suit, Matilda the robot. Non, yeah. Non-gendered. Of course she could. Yeah, so um, <laughs> so there'd be Sergeant Bash with his medals on. Matilda, well, don't know what she's wearing, you know, whatever she wants to wear. She, it's up to her. Yeah. Uh, dead Metal might be there, although, you know, the, oh, the, yeah, the goth robot. Dead Metals. Um, mm. And who else was it? Shunt. Shunt, yeah. These are all the house robots, right? These are the house robots I'm talking about. If you want to talk about the competing robots, the best ones, yeah, no. you're right. We're talking no. Razor. We're talking Hypnodisc. <laughs> we're talking Chaos oh, 2. man. We're talking Cassius. We're talking Roadblock. We're it's... talking the real big cheese. So we're talking the wheel, Beowulf. Ryan, I can, see the, I can see the feature wheel behind you, and um, sorry, I just want to know. Sorry, hold on one second. Hold on huh? one second, Matt. Um, that was an impressive list of just robots off the yeah. top of your head, like... Uh, that's brought back so many memories. I can't believe you remember that. Once again, Ryan, your pop culture knowledge, <laughs> but from a, a very specific thing. The thing there. is, I I love celebrities, be they human or robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, they were the celebrities of their day. They, of were, they were, you know, or Mr. Blobby. I, I actually made. Um, I must have told you guys this story before, but when I, me and my brothers made a robot, we were so obsessed with Robot Wars that we. Did you? Made, made our own. You were going to compete um, in the show? You are going to enter into the show? I think it crossed the mind, but when, when we... When we <laughs> the first prototype, which was a remote control car with a metal biscuit tin <laughs> over that right. and a, and a six-inch rusty nail coming out the front of the biscuit oh, tin. Oh my. <laughs> so it, it, it moved around a bit, but uh, a bit. accidentally caught Joe, my... One of my brothers, and um, he had to have a tetanus jab. Yeah. Oh, oh dear. God. 
When you say it caught him, did it like track him down and corner him and no, sort of Sam, thing? No, Sam uh, pile drived it into his ankle. <laughs> right. Oh no. <laughs> so yeah, we never we never sent it off in the end, but uh, I imagine it would have been demolished. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it would. Hundred percent. I'm sure your mum was not happy with you having built. I'm sure she wasn't proud that you'd built a robot. Put it that way. No, no. Um, but that's what that's what happens, isn't it? Three brothers, brothers a show like Robot Wars. Come on. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think is going to happen? Well, yeah, we're going to stick a we're, nail we're, in a biscuit gonna... tin and attach it to a yeah. robotic car. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> Ryan, yeah. the wheel right there next to you there. It is stunning yeah. little thing. Always looking. Really? I can see. Oh, John, you've really you've ragged Robo John off the side of that, mate. Yeah, it's, yeah he's sorry. sort of hanging he's, off um, by a few. There's a few threads of cable still connecting him slightly, but he's, he's looking worse for wear. I'll be it's honest, like though, he's been hit by a torpedo. It it was a fight to the death. Mm, okay. Fight to the death. Fair yeah. enough. Was a, was really was an intense. <laughs> Intense battle. Yeah, I couldn't sleep, to be honest, because I could hear them fighting in the next room. Mm, not it went on for four hours. Yeah. A lot of text messages from the neighbours about that. Should we give it a spin? Let's, yeah, should let's we, give it a spin. Should we, should we get with a, 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 our first feature? Yes, please. Round and round she goes, where she stopped, nobody knows. Court case. Oh, oh, of course. Oh. The court case. Shh, we're back with the yeah. court case. Now, regular so. listeners will know that we had a court case in episode 15 to discover mm. whether or not John had cheated in one of the features in episode 10. Now, I think we can, we're going to have to assume that people have listened to that. We can't go through all that again. No, but no, no. I think we're going to give the verdict today is the idea. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you, if you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to episode 15. Yeah. Pause, pause the podcast now and listen. Go back and listen to episode fifteen, and then and come back to this. So, but I think first we'll have we'll have the court case jingle because we might not get a chance to play yeah, it again. Of course, yeah. Why not? Have they broken a rule? Committed a crime? Should we send them to jail or give them a fine? Do they have guilt? Written over their face Only one way to find out Have a court case Have a court case Have a court case Have a court case case. Yeah, just saying, imagine being off your nut when that drops. Mm. You would absolutely love it. I'm going to request it next time I'm down a club, whenever that may be. Excuse me, mate. Excuse me. Have you got court case jingle from Terrible Features podcast? You know what the DJs say, wouldn't you? What? Scott, be a wind up. I'm Scott, be a wind up. I'm sure he would. Because it would so be a bit of a wind-up, to be honest, because it, it obviously wouldn't have it. Yeah, but you'd be there with the, the USB <laughs> in your hand. Going, it's it on here. this, mate, it's on this. Put this in. Guys, yeah. can I just I- I interrupt here? And uh, friend of the family, friend of the show, David Bates, uh, you know, probably be devastated that I'm saying this. But So I was speaking to him last night, and he, ho- he only realised <laughs> that that's not the actual Gary Glitter getting hung in real life. 
thought it was thought like a documentary. Was, yeah, thought it was audio, thought it all happened and that we'd hung Gary Glitter. <laughs> and uh, he just, yeah, I was saying last night about it, I was going, that's crazy, isn't it? And, you know, he's like, well, you know, he's dead now, we can talk. Uh, it's not real. <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't so, believe uh, you're saying this, Matt. You know what I think yeah. about that? Oh, this well, can't be a wind-up. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I said to him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to say that. I, I did ask uh, for his permission to, to be able to talk about it, and he, he seems fine about it. So. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. Sorry, um, back to the court case. Friend of the family, friend of the show, Dave. Yeah. yeah, so what I thought we'd do is hand back over to Fred Truman, host of Yorkshire Sports, who I've got out of retirement to be the judge on this case. And, and Very he, good of him. And he's going to uh, deliver the verdict, I suppose. So, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't even know at this point. I'm yeah. so nervous. So, yeah, over to Fred Truman, the judge. Judge Truman. Now then, welcome back to court. I worked that last case a cracker. Slimy sicko Steve Simons, 66, <laughs> sentenced to seven solitary years in slammer for serious scandalous sending unsolicited, sordid, sexual and saucy snaps to septuagenarian celebrity Susan Sarandon. The silly sod. <laughs> uh, now, on to our next case, and it's verdict of Pints Win Prizes versus John Patrick. Did Patrick perfectly predict? Did Patrick perfectly predict? <laughs> <laughs> you make this so hard for yourself. <laughs> Did Patrick perfectly predict how many pints could be poured into a petrol tank by previously perusing the pints win prizes question card? Well, the listeners have sent in their verdicts. They have been counted and verified. And in this case, majority rules. Will Patrick have to return his prize of one artificial leech? Will he have to have a point removed from the scoreboard? Are they ready to hear that fate, John Lad? Yeah, I'm ready. It was a close run thing. And with 61.5% of the votes, the verdict is... Not guilty. <gasps> You're yes. a free man. Congratulations. Oh, I want to thank so many people for believing me and not believing in the snakes. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, everybody who's who's cast a vote in my favour. It really, it's really, it's, it's made my my year. Well, uh, John, you know I can say congratulations, mate, and I, and I think we can put this behind us now, and we don't have to bring it up because it's been. <sighs> We've, we've, we went through it the correct ways, through yeah, court. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm, I'm, I'm happy parents. for you, John. I'm, I'm, I, think I, you. I think you actually, Joe, in the court case, you talked me round to me believing that you were not guilty. Yeah, so. stop sucking up to him, right? <laughs> um, it's um, now, you know, a, a fair trial for the for the public to vote, I think. You know, it doesn't get much fairer than that. Yeah, but, but it, it was, was close, close run 61%, thing. so, yeah. Also, there was a few people who... Um, voted one way and then they sort of changed their mind and they went a bit back and forth so you know it was wow. people took it seriously they did well i'm glad yeah and well it's your life yeah. on the line isn't it that's the thing it so. absolutely is it's my it's, reputation it's been nice having like my close friends kind of saying nah, he's guilty of sin mate you know yeah tr trying to take my side mm. uh, and then going behind <laughs> your back until they hear the actual case and then go oh actually 
<laughs> yeah, I know. You think, oh, you can't, it's conspiracy. But you got a fair trial, I think, mate. And you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Friend of the family, yeah. friend of the show, um, Libby Boatwild, very good director. She, uh, mm. she actually voted guilty initially and then a few, days, a few days later got in touch saying, I've had voters' guilt. Good. And she said, <laughs> I've had voters' remorse. Um, I want oh, to change right. my that, is, that is baloney. I want that. to change my verdict. So, yeah, so she went not guilty in the end. She well, c- you're soft as shit for allowing it, Ryan. Well, no, I think that's fine as long as it's before the, the final date of Bleed the verdict enough. going out. Thank you, Libby. But like I said, I'm happy for you, John. You know, you, you, you've got Thank what you, you deserved. Yeah. It's, it's good to put this to bed and as move did, forward. Uh, as did OJ Simpson. Okay, well, we should <laughs> are move. You gonna say, are you saying um, you're going to launch a civil case against me now and oh, uh, God, take no, all my no. money? It, it's look, if you want to appeal you know <laughs> no. i'll be glad to see the back of it you know i'm glad it's i'm glad it's all been done correctly sure um and thank you mr truman for coming back and delivering 100 oh no problem uh, pal no, no problem and because of course the if you were guilty i think it would, would have been the death penalty so that would have been <laughs> awkward podcast yeah. A live podcast death penalty. Mm, so um, I thought I'm glad we don't have to kill John. So are we all we're all happy to move on from this now? We spin the wheel and we, and we never talk about this um, Pine Swim Prizes fiasco Absolutely. again. Yeah. All say aye. 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 Aye, 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 aye. aye. Like you very much. So spin the wheel, is it? Spin that wheel. Oh, ah, it's the crossover fantastic. feature. The crossover by, from your quiz. Back by popular demand. The public <laughs> have demanded it. The pub lick. Well, well, I wish. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I'd love to lick a pub right now. <laughs> oh, oh, ah, yeah. God. Bloody hell. That's, that's the last thing you should do. Well, yeah. you're right, John, but that's what I'm saying. Which, which bit would you lick, Ryan? Would it like, be the brickwork on the outside or like one of the taps on the inside? It's mm, a good point. I was picturing myself licking the outside, but you've, yeah. your idea of licking one of the taps makes mm. a lot more sense. Yeah, maybe licking yeah. like the top of a pint that's been poured in the pub. Oh, you know. now we're talking. Bit of the froth, like you'd have as a kid. Just a bit of the froth because it looked like the nicest bit. Turns out the worst. It's the bit. worst. I believe you said the other day, Ryan, when we were doing a, a little post-interview chat after Angel Comedy streamed our. Uh, pilot don't tape over and you mentioned about the the that town or that place the pub that got busted i think it was the, the police yeah in, in sheffield i think it, oh, was, it was in sheffield wasn't it yeah yeah the pittsmore hotel pub up in pittsmore uh got busted by oh. the police for staying open during lockdown and when the police came to raid it the customers hid in the cupboards <laughs> <laughs> amazing with the with the pints <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> I, I went to my local off-licence uh, a couple of weeks Wee ago. So, yeah, it's two, about two weeks ago. And there was just the guy who's in there. He's a, he's a bit of a character. Mm. And it's, oh, what's it called? It's called like Dallas Booze or something. It's called, it's brilliant. Ah, American nice. style. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like Dallas Booze and Liquor or some Give crazy myself thing. a couple of cans of leg, a couple of Cronenberg. <laughs> but I, I just walk, I walked in there and there's like 
seven people just chilling out at the back of the shop, clearly all just having a, <coughs> a, a bit of a booze up. Oh, really? I was like, hmm, this is not legit. But Leading out. Yeah. I'll have, a, I'll have a bag of that. And belief in six first class stamps. <laughs> <laughs> Down, what's it called? Dallas. What's Dallas. it called again? I think it's called like Dallas. Dallas Liquor, I think Give it's called. Give me some of that Robinson's cardio. <laughs> Down at Dallas Liquor Store. Packet of Oxo gravy granules. <laughs> and, and some mini cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> Partner. <laughs> Excuse me, I like to take a loft. <laughs> Oh, wah buttons. <laughs> and a pack of frazzles. <laughs> do you know what, guys? I could bloody do this all day, but we really can't. We push for time. We should move on. Yeah. So, Sean being silver screen. Now, here's a question. Jingle. Jingle, jingle, jingle. Jingle all jingle, the way. Jingle, jingles all the way. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, inundated yeah. with Sean being silver screen jingles. So, this is a very popular feature. It's got its own jingle, of course, but of since course. we last did Sean Bean Silver Screen, um, a oh, listener... Oh, my about to go. Sorry. Sorry about that, guys. Um, my auntie's nicked our kids some scratch mitts and sent them down for us. My auntie's nicked our kids some scratch mitts? Knit, knit, mm. knitted. Oh. oh, yeah. Your auntie's, auntie's knitted, knitted your baby some... Kid. What's a scratch mitt? Uh, it's like scratch mittens. It's, they're just little mittens that you put on babies so they don't because they flail around and scratch their own face all the time. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, she she's had a, a hand privileges have been revoked because she keeps just like flinging, especially when she sneezes, she just smashes her hands into her face. <laughs> I do that. Um, I've yeah. been, <laughs> <laughs> has she got um, little fingernails then? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh wow! That's oh, less. It's really difficult because they're, they're actually like quite soft. Mm. So they're hard to cut. So we we ended up getting a little um, nail file, oh. and not a little, just a normal one, and then wait until she was asleep to scratch them off. Mm. Mm. So there you go. Imagine that someone filing your nails down while you're sleeping. I do feel yeah, like weird, my nails don't really. They never get that long, and I don't bite them it's that like, much. So maybe someone like does something that. a psycho would do. Yeah, it does sound quite <laughs> weird. But I think I feel like maybe someone does that to me because yeah, like I said, I'm not a nail biter really. I'm going to file your nails while you sleep. Yeah, that makes it sound quite sinister. <laughs> <laughs> but very very nice and very cute when it's a baby involved, I would have thought. Yeah. Mm. At the minute, she's having to wear socks on her hands. Um, no. Okay, she was born with feet instead of hands and hands yeah. and feet. Aww. <laughs> oh, bless. <laughs> so before uh, your doorbell went there, John, yeah. uh, I was just saying, Sean being silver screen... We have a jingle, but since Sean Bean Silver Screen last came up on the wheel, mm. a listener, I think it's the same listener who, who did the jingle for How Long Do They Live For, has sent yeah, him his own version of the jingle. He's taking oh, really? liberties, but I don't mind it, because I love I don't his mind jingles. It. Well, you know, to, for, to, to be fair on Sam, uh, I begged him for a jingle, because I want because obviously this, uh, this particular feature has come off the back of my quiz, the Matt Skillington quiz. Yeah. Um, and I thought, how can I spice it up this week? Maybe give Sean Bean Silver Screen a jingle. Um, so I just got in touch with Sam, Sam Winters, a.k.a. Trimming Dinosaur, big friends of the family, big friends of the show. Oh. And um, I said, Love those guys. I, 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 do you know what? I need a jingle for Sean Bean Silver Screen. That's all I said to him. Um, 
and like less than 24 hours later, he'd sent me this version that will that, that will play now. And I said, well, do you know what? I want it on the quiz and on the bloody podcast, mate. Yeah. So what we might do is play that now and then maybe play your original jingle at the end because That's, That sounds nice, Ryan. That sounds nice. A, nice. a nice Sean Bean sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yum, yum. Is everybody sitting comfortably? Because I've got something I'd like to say. I've been watching plenty films and that recently And I've thought of a game to play I really hope you get it, I really think you could I won't make it too hard for you stupid bastards If there's any children listening, I'll try to keep it clean The name of the game is Sean Bean Silver Screen You bastard I'm Sean Bean, and I've got something to say. I'm Sean Bean, what film will it be today? And if you get the year as well, that's well, it's Sean Bean Silver Screen. There you go, Thank Sean you. Bean Silver Screen. Lovely. And Actually, I love that so much. It's so great. If you, <laughs> yeah, thanks again for that, Sam. Yeah. And if you've not heard um, this feature before on the podcast or on the quiz, it's basically Sean, I do. Uh, I try and do an impression of Sean Bean quoting a film, and then you've got to guess uh, the name of the film, the year it came out. However, this is a little bit different um, today because Sean Bean will be giving you quotes from American television shows. Okay, right. interesting. Very and nice. Th- there's a possible okay. two points for, for each answer, and it's the character that said this quote and the name of the show that the quote's from. So two points uh, up for grabs here per question, a 10 points in total. Sorry, okay. I'm, I'm like, you said... You're doing an impression. I always thought you had Sean Bean there with you. No, I do today. Yeah, today, of course. But when I do the live quiz, mm, yeah. you can blatantly see that Sean Bean's not there. Yeah, but obviously yeah. on the podcast, because he's camera shy, obviously, famously, mm, mm. is Sean he Bean. He hates being on shy. film, doesn't he? That's the thing he, with Sean that's, Bean. That's why he says, kill me off, kill me off quickly. But he's here today. You're right, Sean. You're right. There he yep. is. And it's okay, true, so. he often dies early in films, and that's the reason, isn't it? He he, he, start, he says, yeah, I'll do the film. He forgets how much he hates being on camera, and, yeah. and that's why he gets killed off early on. You know, he, he, he has that in his contract. Yeah, every time, yeah. Um, I think he just he's just going to warm up for a second while you sharpen your pencils. Do something amazing today. Auto, connecting people. Reason 22 to shop at Morrison's. Okay, guys, we start off nice and easy here, and here we go. Welcome to Sean Bean's Silver Screen. What American TV show is this quote from, and which character says it? Over to Sean. I am one who knocks. I'm looking for the character and the show. Question number two. Pretty. Pretty. Pretty good. (laughs) The nice thing of this is as well, imagining Sean Bean being recast in the remakes of these shows as these characters <laughs> yeah <laughs> they, they should i mean you know once this kicks off big time that i'm sure sean b will do it for comic relief at some point mm. <laughs> okay question number three it's a bit the longer this one so bear with me no rose they are not breathing and they have no arms or legs where are they you know what if we came across somebody with no arms or, or legs do we bother resuscitating them i mean what quality of life do they have there? Question number three. No, Rose. They're not breathing. And they have no arms or legs. Where are they? You know what? If we came across somebody with no arms or legs, do we bother resuscitating them? I mean, 
What quality of life do they have? Not sure on this one, but I've got to guess. I feel like I've heard it before. I can't place it. Mm. Yeah, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Oh, oh, something's coming to me there. Gone. Move on to number four. Incoming message from the big giant head. <laughs> well, I need to imagine this now with an American accent because it if it's an American TV show incoming mm. message from the big Jane head uh, okay I don't know that one you got an answer John are you happy to move on yeah question number five last but not least apple teeny please easy on the teeny that was question number five apple teeny please easy on the teeny you happy to go through? Gonna have to rush yeah. you there, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Question number one, which was I am one who knocks. Ryan, can you tell me the name of the show? Breaking Bad. Absolutely, pal. And John, can you tell me the name of the character that says it? Walter White. Absolutely, lads. That's two points apiece, right there for you. Moving on to question two was pretty. Pretty, pretty yeah. good. Uh, John, can you tell me the name of the show for this one? Curb Your Enthusiasm. Absolutely right. And uh, Alze, what's the character? Larry David. It's Larry David, of course. Another two I, points. I really couldn't think of his name for the longest time. It was driving me mad. I'm so glad <laughs> oh, I got it. It's amazing how, how blank your mind goes with this in yeah. these games, isn't it? Under pressure, yeah. it's horrible, isn't yeah. it? Although yeah. I've got quite used to quizzes this last few weeks. It's been like quiz, quiz central. Quiz, quiz mania, isn't it? Yeah. Um, okay, so question three. I think this may have we got a little bit harder here. But um, did either of you have a? Did you not know this at all? Have you, have you both had a guess? I've had an educated guess. Okay, right. What's your educated guess of the name of the show? The American Office. And John, what did you go for? So I didn't really get anything for that. Right. It was the American Office. Yes. Oh my god! I can't believe I didn't get that. Congratulations. Oh, I know exactly it's which the, bit it is now. Yeah. It's where they're doing the CPR, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. But said of Sean Bean, this makes it so much more <laughs> so hard. Um, Ryan, did you get the name of the character? Is it Michael Scott? It is, Ryan. Yeah, you get two points there. Who's called, who's called Rose in that? Uh, I think it's just the lady that's giving the... Oh, um, okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Did Rose throw you because it threw me a bit? But then I thought and it then, does... Because I've not really watched The American Office, but it sounded very much like something Brent might say at some point. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what where I got the um, the answer from. You know I've watched the whole thing all the way through twice. Mm, yeah, every that's, episode. That's got to hurt that one. That that does hurt. That's quite tough, bad. John. That's tough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but well done, Ryan. Great educated guess there. Number four was the incoming message from the big giant head. John, I'm going to go to you. Ryan, you were unsure of this, were you, or did you have a stab in the dark? I want to get uh, John. What did you go for first? I put third rock from the sun. They're up from the sun. What did you go for, Ryan? Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Yeah, great guess. I, <laughs> I thought that first. Then yeah. when I said it, I thought, ah, oh, Power Rangers. Unfortunately, yes, you're absolutely correct. John, it is third up from the sun. And did you have a stab at the character that says it? Uh, is it Harry? It is Harry. Yes, congratulations, yes. mate. That's double points for you there. And number five was Apple Teeny, please. Easy on the teeny. Did you both have a guess at this? Had a guess. Yeah. Ryan, what did you put? What was your guess for the name of the show? Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's a good guess, but it's incorrect. I'll just hand over to John. Did you get that, mate? It's Scrubs. It is Scrubs. Uh, yes, congratulations. And can you give me the name of the character? That... Yeah, it's Dr. John Dorian. 
So JD. Oh, come on, mate. He's giving me the whole the whole of Wikipedia. Hey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say I'd, I'd accept JD, obviously. But, uh, yeah, also, I mean, congratulations there, John, for getting his full title. That is good. Yes. So if you want to clock up them points, lads. Ryan, did you calculate your points there? Yes, I got six points. Six out of a possible ten answers. That's 60%. That's good. still good. Oh, my bell's gone now. Oh, oh. Gone. <laughs> Um, I got eight points there. Eight out of ten. Well done, mate. A very good score. A great score between your uh, between the pair of you. But uh, John, you take that. So yes. congratulations. Yes. You, you have won this Justice. week's round of Sean Bean's Silver Screen. And as we have two jingles, let's play the original jingle now, just for kicks. Nice one. Thanks, Ryan. Do something amazing today. Play Sean Bean's silver screen. You bastard. Yeah, you can also play that on um literally do that on Matt's quiz on on Friday night. Um, if it's still going, do you think you'll yeah. be doing it next week as well? I think either way, um, so it's the ninth quiz this week. Yeah. Uh, so wow. By the, t- by the time this podcast comes out, I'll have, I'll have done nine. And um, either way, I'll go for the 10. Either finish on the 10 or, or move forward. But we'll, 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 still, we'll see where we're at. Cool. Yeah, fair Okay, enough. so spin the wheel. Yes, please. Yes, yes please. Little question. Ah, there it is. Ryan's little question with Ryan's big jingle. Jingle heavy episode. It is. I love it. Ryan's got a little question. It's been broken here for a while. Now we hope she's going to get an answer and maybe even raise a smile. Because a problem shared is a problem halved. And a problem solved is a problem solved. But this isn't really a problem that Ryan's got on his mind. More of a trivial question that has an answer he wants to find. So nothing too important. Press on. Ryan's little question. In cooking, is parboil short for part boil? Yes, it, it basically means part boil. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hardly seems worth Shorting. Unlike. <laughs> now his question's been answered. He feels satisfied. He can hit the road with a confident strut and carry on with his life. An extra bit more wise. Feeling revitalized. Open have been his eyes. Now they're open wide. Now they're open wide. Now they're open. Wide. I'm just reading the back of so the 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 doorbell just went. We probably cut it out of the the podcast uh, for obvious reasons, but it was an out, it was a, a delivery of uh, the beer pong game, which includes eighteen cups and eighteen balls mm. uh, for adults. It says obviously for adults because it's it's a beer drinking game, but <laughs> at the bottom it says. 
please please play responsibly and drink responsibly. Now, <laughs> I think when you're throwing balls into cups that have alcohol in them, um, so the opposition has to down that. I mean, the whole yeah. the, the whole essence, the whole idea of this is you're drinking irresponsibly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How can you drink responsibly through a game of beer bottles? <laughs> Absolute no sense. <laughs> Just wanted to bring that up there. I, I was playing beer pong recently and I actually had two different um, teammates. So we were playing pairs. So I Online? No, this is like before the uh, lockdown happened. Yeah. <laughs> Been mad <laughs> online. I suppose you Don't could I do have. it. I, I, you could do it, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah, it'd be like chess, wouldn't it? It'd be like playing chess over the yeah, web. Yeah, or darts. I've been playing darts online with my brother because he's got a board mm. and I've got a board. So the, I think it's achievable, beer pong oh, online. That's cool. Maybe we can play it tonight, Mike, because you've got the setup now. I'll, I'll get my own setup and we can we can have a game. Oh, beer pong, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I had, maybe these, these people were playing responsibly potentially because I had one person on my team who was like, oh, I'm actually not drinking at the moment. So we were supposed to be taking it in turns to drink the, to down the shots but she wasn't drinking, so almost not worth her playing. I was having to down everything. And then the next one, my next partner was like, I'm actually gluten-free, so I can't drink that lager. So I'm like, bleeding hell. I was absolutely hammered by the end of it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's brilliant. Can, can, can I ask you this real quick before we move on? Do you allow a bounce, or is it no bounce and straight in? I think when I was playing it... Uh, I think I was usually just throwing it straight in. That's my technique, but I think a bounce mm. was allowed. I think. Yeah. I think. I think you should be, because otherwise they wouldn't supply you with the like ping-pongy balls. What's the point they? in having the bouncy ping-pong ball, yeah? Yeah, you could just use uh, anything. Well, Any old coin dentures, or yeah. Dentures or... Lighter. I've, uh, I've seen a, a similar game you lighter. do play with a coin where you have to bounce it and try and get it in the... The um, coin? Yeah, you bounce it on the table and it has to land in the cup. So mucky that, isn't it? Nah, I don't yeah. like the sound of that. Yeah. Um, Choking hey, hazard. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tweet us, how do you play your beer pong at home? Ryan, are you going to give that wheel a spin? Of course I am. Guess who's back? Back Back again. again. Guess who's back? Johnny's back. Johnny's back. I'm back, baby. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Oh, is this not Robo John? No. Oh, that was a. Yeah. I got you. Um, Right, never go at doing one of those air horns. Just with my mouth? Yeah. Okay, we've all got uh, different angles on that, but let, let, sure. let me have a go. That's amazing. Huh? <laughs> there you go. Uh-huh. Clown horn. Go on, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> no, that, that's uh, getting that answer wrong in a, in a quiz show buzzer. Um, wait. All right. <laughs> Okay. I remember, I, I, we had this on a previous episode. I know, and I thought you might have worked on it. John, let's hear yours. It, can't remember what it was. It's <laughs> a good one from John. <laughs> oh, that's nice. It's like, uh-huh. like a very softly one, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I imagine that's a very big ball that you just gently squeeze in. I'm going to do me, and then you do yours straight after that, John, and then Ryan does his, okay? All right, okay. <laughs> 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 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sounded like a very a very sweet train pulling into station. Uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, John Patrick, take it take take it from here. Ryan, just play that jingle, will you? We're playing genuine or genuine. Is it matter of fact or is it actual crap? Genuine or genuine. He's got a fact addiction or is it all fiction? Genuine or genuine. His lies are true, but is he lying to you? Genuine or genuine. He lies, he lies, he lies, he lies, he lies. He lies. So, John, how does this work? Yes. As if we need to know. As if you need to know by now. Well, I'm going to give you three facts, two of which are genuine, one of which is genuine. Mm. Um, And I need you to try and wheedle out the the genuine fact um and you guys as as always ryan what's your favorite part about this feature well my favorite part about this feature is that we get to work together matt absolutely and what a lovely thing it is what a glorious thing very sweet boy you are very um ideal man (laughs) (laughs) all right guys Um, all right, here's your three facts. Number one, Jenga is a Swahili word, which means build. Okay, I can get on board. Understandable, yeah. Roald Dahl never learned to type. He wrote every single one of his books in pencil. Hmm, okay. I can buy that. Blackberries in the Middle Ages were thought to be a cause of the plague. Hmm, Okay. Okay, interesting. Do you have any questions about those at all? Um, Roald Dahl, yes. Eden Blyton was was a lady, weren't she? Yes. (laughs) Is that the question about Roald Dahl? (laughs) Yes, I can confirm that. (laughs) I'm just making sure I've got me, because basically I've seen um, a little documentary about Roald Dahl Roald Dahl and his, his, have you seen that? I think I might have said Yeah, me right too. He's in like, a, he has like a little, well, he had a sort of shed at the end of the garden, didn't he, that he would go to that was his writing room and he'd put a blanket over himself and that's right. sort of settle down did... to write. And it feels like it wouldn't have Wi-Fi in there. Uh... But, he, but he, <laughs> he did, he had his pencils and he was sharpening his pencils. I feel like, he, I remember. He wrote, something. yeah. He was writing everything in pencil, which, so that would kind of make sense. I think that's true because I think I know that's true. Like you say, I think I've seen the documentary you've seen about Roald Dahl, mm. I think. And it's very, very cute, isn't it? It's very cute, but I think it's yeah, true. Yeah. So the first one was, uh, Jenga is a Swahili word for build, build, was it, John? Yep. Swahili, yep, right. now where is, where is Swahili from? It's in Swahilisville. Nope. Swahilisville, Tennessee. <laughs> Be- Tennessee, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, where you that. can go down and you can get yourself a pack of 20 Richmond soup cans. <laughs> you can get a... a, a a packet, a packet of smash. <laughs> I'll have two cans of scar. <laughs> Get some, uh, some of that nice bisto gravy this town. Oh yeah, some of that daddy's brown sauce. <laughs> um, sorry, where is Swahili? Is a Swahili is a language? Is, isn't it? is a language uh, in Africa. Is there such a place as Swaziland? Yes. Is that where it's from? No. Uh, it's, Swahili's, um, it, it covers, it's spoken a in a, uh, yeah, big, a, a lot of countries. Okay. I, I just uh, want to go to the um, statement three, John, yep. um, which was, was it blackberries? Sorry. Yeah. 
I yeah, see the connection exactly. with the Black see, Death, but I that's... think I've read up on the Black Death recently because I yeah. was looking at how uh, viruses work and mm. ended up reading this whole thing about the plague and how just horrendous the whole ordeal was. Yeah, and um, Blackberries. I'm trying to think. I I just I don't see the connection that would make it so, make any um, sense to me. It, it really doesn't make any sense at all, does it? Right. Um, no. You know, <laughs> thank well, you. Well, so you so know the a. <laughs> you know the um, the doctors they had the the ones with the big pointy beaks. Yeah, and yeah. All that. With um, the pop parade. So one of the one of the things around that time, all um, the medicine was basically sometimes it was if something looks like what it is. So, for example, you know walnuts. Yeah, um, looks slightly like a brain. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it was believed okay. that they were good for the brain. Brain food. Right. Strange. So sausages were good for the dick. Intestines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So one of the things was that blackberries, because you know the um, buboes that the plague caused? Yeah. The lumps. Like, lumps, like mm. horrible swellings. It was thought that, like, well, blackberries, horrible, lumpy looking things would. Cause so generally there were, um, mm. yeah, it was. It's mm. one of those. Uh, listen, I'm yeah. not. A, did I'm you go to your? Did you go to your newborn for this fight, peasant. John? <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Did you go to your newborn for this fight, John?" Uh, good. Yeah, um, <laughs> that is good. Listen, I like I said, I've read up recently about the the, the bubers. That's what obviously got it near the bubonic. That's what it created. I, I just nothing's ringing a bell about blackberries. It really mm. isn't, and. Um, I, I think I'd have to say, I think the blackberries is a genuine fact. Yeah, I think um, I think I think so too. So I, I will agree, and we should lock in. We're going to lock in the the genuine fact is that blackberries were thought to be a cause of the Black Death, the plague. Guys, I can reveal. That the genuine fact was blackberries were actually because of the oh, yeah. can't believe you've done it again. This now. I cannot. Uh, cannot That's about three in a row, isn't it? Because there's about three in a row that you won, and we are just absolutely on fire these days with the genuine or genuines. We must be yeah. about even now, if not in well, front. Well, I'm, I'm gutted that you've both watched a fucking documentary on Roald Dahl together, bearing <laughs> me back. <laughs> separate, separate locations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and it was, a, it was just a clip. To be fair, it was like a five minute clip, but he was sharpening a hell of a lot of pencils. I think in front Fucker. Of him, <laughs> and um, yeah, Jenga does apparently Swahili mean build or to build. Uh, Still, I mean, great, great <sighs> facts, great mate. Facts you, there, know, yeah. you just got to up your game. I mean, we need to get that friend of the family, friend of the show, Howard Collins, uh, to look yeah. at the scores at the moment, but. I feel that we're slightly in front now. Might have just taken it. Because yeah. I think the first three you smashed us, and then we've smashed you. Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get you next time. Yeah, I'll get, get you. Oh well, uh, listen, mate, a great game of genuine or genuine. Uh, we should probably spin that wheel. Though. Let's get it spun. Um, this spin is sponsored by Matt's Crisp Pizza, the crispiest pizza around. Testes. Question. Ah, that is outrageous. Oh, I can't believe putting that sponsorship in, thinking that you've got the crispest pizza. I don't want to bring up that that issue again. Oh, God. Hey, I'm glad you've kept that bloody uh, court case jingle, Ryan, because it yeah. stinks. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. it fucking stinks. Yeah, another we might court have to have another court case, case yeah, about yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Chris Pizza and the ownership of Chris Pizza maybe one of these days, but that's another story. <laughs> Kirsty's question, not not had a Kirsty's question for a, for a long time. So this is Kirsty, who's a listener to this show, listens to the podcast, fan of the show, and she likes to get involved sometimes and maybe ask ask a question to a guest or to us, I guess, on this occasion. We don't have a guest. So is it a case of just... Well, we don't. It's just Kirsty's question doesn't have a jingle yet, does it? I don't think it does, no, no. actually. No. That's, that's interesting. an interesting point. Maybe that's something we could definitely look into, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, I've got a number. I'll, I'll give her a bell and see if we can we can come to... I'm sure some. she has a tech setup where she can... Um, I'm sure she knows how to use Pro Tools and, and Logic and stuff like that, Kirsty. I'm, I'm sure she'll be able yeah. to get a jingle in no time. 100%. Well, let's see what Kirsty's question is today, then. Hello, boys. It's me, Kirsty from Answorth in Sheffield. Um, thanks for having me back on for my feature, Kirsty's question. Last time I saw you guys actually were at Leeds Crown Court, weren't so I hope you got that all sorts of bleeding hellfire. Hey, listen, I think I've left a makeup kit. Uh, I think I left it in courtroom, so if anyone's handed that in, can you let me know? Because I'm, I'm still paying that off on Avon Lady and, you know, man that back. Uh, anyway, listen, here's my question. So... I've been told that I've been touch bit brush, you know what I mean? I, I can talk to, to people on the other side, to dead. You Do not you know what I'm saying? I can tell whether a house, whether someone's still hanging on and, and won't go over to the other side, right? And other, you know, there's some people that will, will, will have you thinking different. Uh, you know, Sharon, for example, an old friend of mine, cut a long story short, Sharon is a snake. Um, as she was, at, me and her were at a clairvoyant one night and clairvoyant saying, oh, we've got this fella, uh, Rob, Rob, Robert, he's coming through to the other side, right? And RIP, my granddad, he recently passed. And he were called Robert. His friends used to call him Rob. Anyway, before I says oh, and I thought, because I can talk to him, because of my gift. Before I says oh, Sharon jumps up. Oh, it's me, it's me. And you know what it was, right? A dog had recently died, and they called him Rob. So she said, oh, you ain't got gift. Well, I have. Anyway... My question to you guys is, do you believe in ghosts and do you believe in what the mediums can do? Uh, anyway, I've got to go, got to start my new year, my new me. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. All right, guys, live, love, love. Bye. Kirsty there. Yeah. So she's asking, do we believe in ghosts and do we believe in what mediums can do? Now that, she had a very compelling argument there to say, yes, it is true. She can contact, you know, the dead, her granddad called rob you know her her friend's dog i suppose i mean the thing i have is when it comes to mediums are there people that genuinely believe they're talking to the dead like they they genuinely believe it and are there people that know that they're scamming people or do you think they're all as charlatans as, as some people would call them if you if you don't believe i mean i don't know do you believe in what mediums can do well they're either charlatans or mentally unwell yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, because um, un- unless uh, unless you actually, be- in my opinion, yeah, in, in my opinion, I would say I, I don't believe in ghosts. I know that's not a very fun answer, but it is the truth. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think I agree with John. They're either I think there's a handful that maybe believe what they're doing is legit, but they're the, they're probably yeah. not very good at it. The ones who are actually good at it and can get things right. Um, are probably charlatans. I like. I would say they're definitely charlatans. Also, because yeah. what are they actually often saying? What? Okay, they might be able to tell you that you've um, that you fell down when you were six, mm. and that oh your mom's here. She's telling you you fell down when you were six, 
so yeah exactly oh, yeah, it's, imp- it's impressive that you got that right yeah. but you know oh yeah there's never anything it's always more uh, like it's crystal always, clear yeah but, yeah but it's almost like the things that they're saying they aren't um how am i trying to how can i put this they're not they're of no consequence, are they? no consequence. Like, it's never it's, anything anything good no like, it's, it's more of a magic a magic trick it feels like where you go oh yeah. how did they do that that's impressive that they yeah. managed to get that but it's always yeah, stuff it that you already know. It's like, well, what's the point in talking to the dead for the dead to tell you stuff you already know? Yeah, maybe that proves that they're talking <laughs> yes, to them. Point. But if you believe wholeheartedly yeah. that they are talking to them, then what's the benefit in that? Ask them something new, but, get some new information. But, but also put put yourself in the in the dead person's shoes. Yeah. Like if, if I die and I went to the other side and I was trying to get in touch with you two, I wouldn't be like, oh, do you remember when you had that cat called Tinkerbell? Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, you'd have to. You'd, you'd want to hear like specific stuff. Like, do you remember in episode twelve of the podcast when I made this gag? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Stuff the, that people yeah. can. But also, <laughs> even with that, I'd go, "Oh yeah, I do remember that. Nice to reminisce." But what's the news? What's going on on the other side? You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, what's there? Um, what's it made of? There's never anything specific because if that was no. actually happening, you'd be going, "Jesus, what are you seeing? Yeah. Can you physically touch? Can you stay in this world? Is that, um, are you in heaven? Are you in hell?" That, um, or uh, the, the message is coming through uh, not quite clearly enough. But like, well, why? Why? Why isn't it ever mm. clear? And like, oh, it's mystic. That's why. But I mean, I honestly, I, it, it quite annoys me that it exists as a way to make money out mm. of people. Mm. Um, that's that's the worst part. Is it's it's preying on people who are often quite sad, really yeah. sad and vulnerable. Um, but. Um, yeah, I mean, the whole ghost thing is really interesting because obviously people do believe that they've seen ghosts, which is fine, you know. I'm, I'm not disputing that you believe you saw a ghost, but I can't... I need some proof, really. Mm. Yeah. I, I remember speaking to my brother and said, would you believe in ghosts if you literally saw someone die and then their spirit rise up and start talking to you? And was like, uh, well, I'd have to, but then I probably wouldn't because I'd think I was having some sort of mental... Yeah, hallucination. Like it's, it's not. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, it, it's. I agree. Yeah. I would. Yeah, I would. If I saw a ghost, literally, and it was a ghost. Yeah. I, I do think maybe this is what the people who believe in ghosts would say is my problem. I would immediately yeah. try and look for a logical explanation, whether it's a exactly. mental thing or whether there's a trick being played on me somehow, whether there's a hidden yeah. camera in the room, you know, scamming mm. me, you know. Which, which I think is quite a sensible way to go as well. Probably, yeah. yeah cynical about it, you know, just um, yeah. not because it's very easy to leap to that conclusion that, oh, it must be, it must be, you know, a, a ghost somehow. It's interesting mm. that they don't have any, um, like, uh, if you could get some, like you know, ghosts of people who made Stonehenge or something like that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or ghosts of Romans who could actually tell some. Oh, and just yeah, give you the good, information. Good history that's missing. But that, that doesn't <laughs> yeah. seem to happen, does it? It's always. I, I'm getting that it begins with a B. This name it begins. <laughs> why, why are they only saying that? Why are they just say yeah, yeah. my name begins with a B? Tell them my name begins with B. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Just tell me your name. Tell me your name. No, tell him it begins with yeah, so me. Do you know what it is? I bet the ghost like the company, and I bet they think once I've told them the full name, they'll be on yeah. to the next one. So I better like draw, drag this out a bit. <laughs> so you I mean, do that, believe in ghosts? That whole spiritualism <laughs> and all that just began, didn't it? In the it was Victorian times. People just started doing seances and all that, and it was just it was to begin with just a, a big. It was a big scam, wasn't it? It was yeah, a scam yeah. and all that. Um, 
and then that's grown into people believing that it's real. Yeah. Uh, I do find it interesting the sort of the cold reading side of it, sort of the magic yeah, trick of yeah, it. Yeah, really, is really interesting. interesting. How you can say, I mean, it's quite well known now, I think, but the idea of saying very general things yep. that people actually want to hear. Yeah. So mm. they will then say, yeah, that's absolutely about me. That's absolutely right. Yeah. 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 Um, I really like the Limmy oh. sketches he does with the medium because there's loads of sketches where people have um, the joke of it being a bad medium. But Limmy's one is like, you're not sure if it's a real medium. Um, it seems like he is contacting the dead, but the dead are never happy. The dead are always in hell. Oh, or the yeah, dead are yeah, always like never at peace. <laughs> So it's yeah. like, yeah, we've got through to him, but he is in hell because he, he lived a very sinful life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you never yeah. hear that. You yeah. never hear that in real life, yeah. Yeah. I really like the angle he took. Well, well, Kirsty, I hope, uh, if you're listening now, I hope that answers your question. Um, yeah. It would appear that we don't particularly believe in ghosts. Yeah. Uh, but i tell you something, I enjoy, I do enjoy the idea of it and I enjoy the uh, stories behind it and people... I mean, yeah. It's, you know, it's it's fun and it's, yeah. it's nice I to... I mean, we, we've actually done a paranormal investigation, haven't we, in an abandoned, yeah. burnt-out house in Ireland. Um, what were your findings? And we did hear... We, there was, was a, a noise, weren't there? was a noise. <gasps> I was like, this is weird Proof. because Proof. we're asking... Well, exactly, but I think that's how people fall into the trap. And it's yeah. Just, yeah. You know, at that moment in time, I'm thinking, is this... I was a little bit spooked. Yeah, it was spooky. It was a very dark... Yeah place and you were hearing a tapping and we thought oh maybe you know so um but yeah i I think it's very psychological in it my final thought is that there's definitely things that happen that we as a species do not understand Mm. you know what i mean that there Mm. there are phenomena that occur that we have no way of understanding you know uh, things in in quantum physics for example that we we just can't grasp Mm. or perceive because we're just not mm. built to. And maybe one day we'll be able to go, oh, that's what that was. You know, there's, you know, that's what caused that phenomenon of whatever. And but I yeah. think that's true. I think as a kid, I had this idea that we, you know, we knew everything, that science had come to an end and, we, and all the knowledge was learned. And now I was just relearning yeah. it from the books and from the teachers. Yeah. And you realize as you get older that that's absolutely not the case at all. And we, we, yeah. we only know a tiny amount of, you know, this, how the world works. And how yeah. people work yeah. and all of that kind of well, thing. Well, there you go. And um, was, was anything handed? Was there a makeup kit handed in? Do we know from the court? Not that I know. Courtroom. I'll check with Fred. No, but maybe Fred took yeah. it home. Maybe um, you know. I don't know yeah. what he gets up to. And uh, oh, nothing wrong with it. Uh, which is uh, twenty twenty fine. Um, I, well, I hope uh, <laughs> <laughs> that answers your question, Kirsty. And we will get in touch and send you your um, your makeup kit if we come across it. Um, so, Mr. House, do we have time to spin the wheel again or what? What's the... I think, well, I think we've been going for long enough now for today. So probably just yeah. a case of who's at the door. Quick game of that. If, if Quick, you're up uh, for well, it. Well, weirdly, um, I mean, I don't know. We might have cut it out because it, it would have been dead air. But uh, all three of us have had our doorbell go today during this podcast. Yeah, true. that's true. So who was at the door? But who's at the door this week? Play that jingle. Who's that? Who's that? Who's at the door? Who's that? Who's that? Who's at the door? Who's that? Who's that? Who's at the door? It's a mystery. Who's at the door this week? John, who's at the door this week? Uh, is it Nina Simone? Nina Simone and Ryan House, who's at the door this week? Stephen Fry. Ah, both great guesses, but it was actually yeah. Linford Linf- Christie. 
Ah, yes, of course yeah. it was. So fast. Right. He was at the door yeah. this week. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. Hey, listen, uh, great to have you back on the show, John Thanks. Patrick. Um, and, of course, good old-fashioned Ryan Howard. It's a you. pleasure to see you, as always. And please do tune in next week for more terrible features. Ta-ra. Goodbye. Bye. have been listening to seldom differs terrible features with matt skillington john patrick and ryan house intro and outro theme by old you can follow them at old music on instagram if you want to follow the boys at seldom differ you can get them at twitter at seldom differ instagram seldom underscore differ and facebook at seldom differ comedy you should also subscribe at seldom differ on youtube please do give us a five star rating and a review we'd be unbelievably grateful Thanks for listening.